Hey buds, today we get heroic as we smoke two villainous strains. We cover news stories ranging from Seth Rogen to Seth Rogen. Also Seth Rogen with a little bit of Seth Rogen. And an interview with Elizabeth Becker, owner and operator of High B&B. All of this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's get wrecked like Metropolis at the end of Man of Steel. Oh man, I love that movie. I know, Neck Snapping Superman is the best Superman. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 29, airing Monday, March 22nd, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Out of those many more, that includes now iHeartRadio and Deezer. Deezer specifically, thanks to a user from Reddit. You Abyssal Fox Studios. Thank you very much for... Thank you very much for letting us know Deezer existed, and we got on there just for you, bud. Yeah, thank you for letting us know about it. Didn't know it existed before. Before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all the other ones before this. Check the links in the description below, and we'll talk more about them later on. So, Curtis, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing pretty well. Spring has sprung, spring is in the air, you know, it's, it, it's <sighs> nice, everything's in bloom. And not the Nirvana song, because that yeah. it overrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Sorry. The birds, and, the birds and the missing bees. <laughs> exactly. But, no, it's pretty nice. Uh, I had a pretty good St. Patrick's Day, but it was interesting, because, you know, I don't drink. So I just partook in the other form of green and just was uh, happy to be where I am. Yeah. I mean, it's always a good week. But, oh, yeah. Shank, how have you been? Fantastic, man. Um, also, same same dealio with uh, St. Patty's. I mean, obviously, this year is going to be more reserved than any other year because of COVID. Thank you, people, for listening to the like guidelines and staying the hell home. Um, but uh, like, yeah, I, I don't drink either, so I also partook of the green. Felt great. Um, it's not feeling very springy yet, but hopefully, we will get there as the uh, weeks progress. Oh, yeah. yeah, weather's uh, been weird as hell, man, here too. Fucking one week it's snowing, and like two days later it's 64 degrees Fahrenheit. I know, man, that's the weirdest goddamn thing. Yeah, I know, you guys, it's weird, because even though we are separated by some some distance, we both get weird weather where we live. It's like, but I think I think everybody, everybody out there, nowadays especially, can relate to weird weather. I think it's pretty much, yeah, I was about to say, everyone north of a certain line, but then I realized Texas just got fucking snow blizzard yeah you're not wrong at all you're not wrong at all um so anyway before we get too far along into that um and before we get on with the show i would love to remind all you folks at home to check out our facebook our instagram and our twitter for some awesome behind the scenes content and really funny stuff that we post there regularly uh we post uh pictures of you know the strains we'd be smoking everything else as well as some really interesting stuff that goes into making the show that you guys love to enjoy uh you can also jump on our discord server uh we have links below for that you can get in some awesome conversation shout out at us share some memes with us we would love it links will be downstairs absolutely we love to hear from you and we would love it if you could join us anywhere there but if you would like to donate to the show help a little bit financially make the show run a little bit better and would like some special recognition and you can join us on Patreon. We have a link downstairs where you can join that. We have several tiers you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content, exclusive for Patreon, and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are down below. If you join us, you can join our other fantastic, awesome patrons, such as Isaac. 
See, yeah, we shout him out every week, and he's still the only guy who's donated. Just come on, bros. Yeah, you don't have to, but fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Like, and even just hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button, it really means a lot to us, and we really would appreciate any and every one of you out there, even just for listening to the show. Thanks for coming along for the ride, buds. <laughs> I mean, seriously, just get somewhere and comment at us. I mean. <laughs> A guy did, and we just went on an entire website because of it. Yeah, I literally, the reason we're on Deezer right now, if you are listening to this podcast on Deezer, you can thank you, Abyssal Fox Studios, from Reddit, on one of the threads that I posted of ours. Uh, they commented saying, hey, I wish this was on the podcast service I use, and I immediately got us on there, like, that day, that minute. Uh, so if you guys, there are buds, if you buds out there are listening and you want yeah. us on a certain service, let us know. Well, we'll probably jump on it, especially if it's free. I mean, if it's free, take two. <laughs> but anyway, I think it'd be a good time to get into the reviews. What do you think, Curtis? I think we should do that. Hell yeah. Good buds reviews, good buds. All right, Curtis, so what are you burning on today? Well, Shank, today I'm smoking on the Vicious Villainous and Vicacious Violator. Oh, uh, that's a Spawn villain, Todd McFarlane style. I love it. My, one of my I... favorites. I, I just know it from uh, my top drawer and my dot dresser drawer. But anyway, so the Violator is yeah. an indica dom or indica dominant strain. Yep. It is crossbred between Milana and Hindu Kush. It's originally bred by Barney's Farm, but has my strain. My strain specifically comes from a private grower here in Detroit yeah, who so grew his own forms of them. So the genotype is uh, Milana and Hindu Kush, but the phenotype is that it was grown by a private grower. Different phenotype, same genotype, right? Yes, Shank, you listened on the last podcast. Yeah, thank you, Tamara. <laughs> We're still using your advice. <laughs> so anyway, Violator is about 16% THC usually, so I'm not exactly sure how much this one is put at. But in terms of how it looks, it is a larger grade medium nug. Like a little bit bigger, it has a natural, firm, dense, and crunchy outside exterior to it. It's pretty weird, hmm. but it has a uh, chartreuse outer bud, like kind of that lighter yellowish green hint to it. Yeah, but it has this very minty, like outer vein, I guess you would call it kind of like the outer ridge line. It's like a very minty green, hmm. and it has darker inner stem with emerald underleaves. So, like, if you look at it from the underneath, or if you crack the nug open, it's like a very deep emerald, almost. Nice. Uh, all in all, it has some scruffy orange hair tufts that kind of just poke out. Some of them, it's very little. Some of them, it's just the entire nug is covered in orange hair. Pretty interesting. And it has crystals that are spread throughout the entire nug, all the way down to the stem. They're on the inside, the outside. They did the hokey pokey, and they turned themselves around. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. Got all coated in there. Exactly. Now, in terms of the scent... Uh, ooh. Ooh. Okay, so it's not a very strong scent, but it's kind of like patchouli. It kind of has, like, this patchouli incense scent to it. A very natural, woodsy, floral scent. Like, not extremely floral, but, like, you kind of get that little bit. It has very strong peppery hints to it, too. And this slight uh, herbal uh, tone to it as well, which I guess the herbal is kind of the floral yeah. that I'm smelling. Either way, it's kind of natural, and it's 
Weirdly enough, I do smell a little bit of garlic in the background, but hmm. not entirely sure. That that might just be me. Yeah, but me. with all that, it it sounds like a fantastic strain, and uh, I can't wait to be smoking on some of that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Sounds delicious to me. Absolutely. <laughs> but Shank, why don't you let the people know what you are going to be taking on today? Well, today I am going to be burning on some Slurricane. Slurricane? Yeah, I don't think it's actually a villain in a comic book, but if it was, I like to imagine that it's like it, it's like it brings on like storms, storms and blatant racism. Yeah, yeah, storms and blatant racism. Like it's a hurricane that comes in, and people are like, "Oh no, there's a hurricane coming in! Patting down your doors!" And then like racial slurs just start slamming into the building. <laughs> we're not picturing that anywhere, but anyway. No, we're not drawing that out. We definitely aren't drawing that out, but anyway. Um, it's, it's honestly, it's grown by Edison. This one is grown by Edison. Um, it's a genotype of Dosey Doe and Purple Punch. You've smoked Purple Punch before on the podcast, I think. I have. It was and a I've, very fantastic strain. Yeah. yeah, and I've been, like, dancing my way around it. I'm going to see if I can get my hands on some of that here soon. You need to um, actually do it. It's I know, good. right? I've done a bunch of other ones. i know, I got to get my hands on that one. Um, but... Overall, these nugs are gorgeous. It's an indica, so I'm getting another indica in my system uh, this time. Um, but it's uh, dark olive green with these like little pops of emerald throughout it. Um, they've got accents of a really subtle purple too. Like when you look at them, like and it's got to be in like a certain light. But you look at them, they've got like almost like a deep kind of brownish purple. It's not the kind of purple that you look at them and you're like, whoa, like that's Instagram purple, Instagram filter purple. But you know, it's like it's nice to look at. Uh, gives a bit of an accent. They're fluffy-looking nugs, but they are really dense. They feel dense, even though they look like they shouldn't be. And um, they've got little small flecks of orange hair over them. Nothing exciting, not like an, an ample amount or anything like the Wookiee strains that I've had in the past that you look at them and you practically hear coming out of the jar. Um, but it's it's nice little flecks just to add some color. But the crystal is definitely something to speak of. It's very thick very evenly coated it almost looks like it was sprayed down with a powder coater like you know when they hit things with powder coat how the paint's fucking perfectly right, even. right. it's like that but with crystal it's just nice to look at um hmm. no yeah it's so great now the smell oh buddy the smell it, 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 this right here is probably one of the best smelling strains i've had on the podcast yet um, and I don't say that lightly because we've had some really great smelling strains on here. Um, you buds at home probably know that if you've listened through all the previous episodes. And if you haven't, we'll wait while you catch up. Welcome back. All right. So this one, though, is chocolate and grape. Like if you had like grape soda, like not like real grapes, but like grape soda, like that sweet candied grape with chocolate. So it's like an, a weird combination. Like most people think chocolate and strawberries. But it, this has a very grapey and chocolate kind of scent, which is very, very nice. I love it. Um, could possibly be another berry, but frankly, it, it, the, the grape pops into my brain so strongly, that's just what I'm going with. Um, it's really aromatically pleasing. It has a sweet and flavorful scent, that, and it's, like, it's almost fun smelling. It smells like fun. It gives me that reminder, that feeling or vibe of a sweet summer treat. You know, like a nice pop, like a nice pop you'd get in the middle of summer. You'd go, like, fucking pick up, like, one of those novelty, like, ice pops with a chocolate eyeball. <laughs> I was about to say, one of those or one of the ones that cut your mouth like the Joker? <laughs> either one, either one. Like, like a grape-flavored one of those with, like, and you've just been drinking chocolate milk. Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. It, it reminds me a lot of summer treats, and frankly, I'm really looking forward to trying this. Before we do try it, I'd like to remind you buds at home, 
the pictures of these lovely, lovely nugs are floating behind us right now in the YouTube video that you could be watching if you click the YouTube link wherever you're listening to this down below in the description. But if you don't feel like doing that right now, or you don't have time, check out our Instagram where, we, where Curtis and I will be posting beautiful pictures of these nugs for you to enjoy, um, and also cool behind-the-scenes content and stuff like that. So just All the nugs from the episode will be on our yeah. main podcast uh, page, Good Buds Podcast. You can mm-hmm. also check me out there where I take some awesome bonged hits and show you some behind-the-scenes while I'm editing. I'm over at Good Buds Curtis. Yeah, and I am over at Good Bud Shank, where I roll up some blunts and joints and uh, just have my weird face on display for all you beautiful people to uh, gawk at. Um, give us a follow while you're there on Good Buds, like he's like Curtis said, Good Buds Podcast, Good Buds Curtis, Good Buds Shank. Hit that follow button. We post awesome stuff. We want to see what your awesome stuff is, and we'll probably follow you back because we're still small. Exactly. <laughs> and with so... all of that being said, speaking of small, I got a small little bong packed over here, Shank. Yeah, I got a I got a small little bong pack here, Curtis. Um, but uh, we are we're, we're lying. They're they're pretty decently sized. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both uh-huh. over two feet. <laughs> and with all that, grab your bongs, grab your blunts, your joints, grab your bowls, and use a hemp wick because using butane is bad for you. That's right. Grab we're your vaporizer. Grab your edibles. Grab whatever you want. Don't burn the edibles, but blaze it if you got it. Let's blaze it, bros. Tokshkaboke. Tokshkaboke. Curtis, how's that treating you, brother? Okay, well. Okay, so that is a chilled and slightly musky flavor on that. Uh, By chilling, I mean, like, it just... (coughs) It feels like the crystallization on that just kind of, like, lined the entire back of my throat. Very pungent to the back of the throat. Exactly, and it lingers for me. I was chewing five gum. <laughs> no. Um, but no, it's pretty good. It's lingering in the back of the throat for a bit. The actual flavor itself was a slight bit of musky, and by that I... Not really musky. It's more or less like... Yeah. I think slight... the ones at home know that we don't mean bad when we say musky. No, but it, I don't even mean musky. What I mean by it is more like morning dew. It tastes like oh. a very fresh morning, like, moisture. Like when you wake up from As camp- opposed to... Yeah, as opposed to waking up in a basement. It tastes like waking up from camping. Nice. But it's very nice, fresh. It does have some peppery backtones to it as well. Definitely get mixed in there. And weirdly (laughs) enough, I do get a slight garlic aftertaste that I taste in there. I don't know if that's actually part of the strain or if I just really want Olive Garden right now. (laughs) Could be a little bit of both. (laughs) Regardless, it's nice natural flavors and not a whole big, like, chemical st- taste to it either like it nice. did taste very natural which i like mm-hmm. uh but shank how about you tell the people how your slurricane hit you well the slurricane came in like a hurricane um it, did it was, rock you like one it rocked me like one but it wasn't it wasn't a rock me in a bad way it was more like a hurricane where nothing gets broken like you know if a hurricane just kind of blows through and it's not like one of those really strong ones it's just enough to like whip up some warm wind and like you know some like warm rain Get you out of school for a week. Yeah, get you out of school for a couple days or something like that. And it's just all it does is like blow through and it doesn't destroy anything. It just rains a lot and it's warm rain and the wind is really heavy and people are like, oh, but it doesn't actually do anything. Like that. 
I still um, don't understand what you're going no, at. But... So what I'm getting at, I'll, I'll break it down. So what I'm getting at is I, when I took the toke, um, it felt really good on the way in and on the way out. It didn't really hit me bluntly at all. In fact, it was actually some of the more subtle smoke that I've actually tasted um, from any of the strains that I've had. But it still left me feeling like I had taken a nice big toke, even though the inhale and exhale was essentially not there. It still gave me that nice feeling of like having taken a huge toke, which is strange to see you know it's like when you take a big hit and you watch a massive cloud float out of your mouth and then you're like huh that's weird um, like you know but it was but the taste was amazing it had this really sweet berry and chocolate that comes out in full like full flavor right up front hits you in the mouth tastes delicious like some kind of like breakfast cereal loved it um, it's an it's a really like kind of a subtle and smooth toke inhale and exhale but it leaves you feeling very roughly, you know, not rough, but like you've taken a huge hit and um, it has a really weird, like slightly salty caramel note. Like, you know how you're getting that Olive Garden garlic thing? Yeah. I think I want saltwater taffy. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it's weird. It's it doesn't, like it's, but it does. I know it know? doesn't, but yeah, it's like I'm getting that kind of like really, really subtle. I feel like it's there, but it might not be, but I feel like it is caramel. That's like a salted caramel flavor in the back end. And it's, it's weird, but. I mean, honestly, I love the hell out of it. It's a great flavor. Yeah. I mean, that, in all fairness, that's a weird opinion, but I think there's a couple yeah. online that might be a little bit more uh, I agree. easy yeah, to read. We should, we should look into that, I think. Yeah, because mine was a little convoluted, so maybe, yeah, look into those. Uh... Let's go into it. But as always, these are the online opinions of other stoners online, and we are other stoners online giving our opinions to the online. Opinions. Absolutely. Now, as for this Violator, surprisingly, even though it sounds like a very vicious strain, apparently the effects are slightly more relaxed than you would think. It's relaxed, happy, euphoric, and sleepy. It's very good for pain, insomnia, and stress. Hmm. It has some side effects of dry mouth, dry eyes, and a slight amount of dizziness has been reported in a couple cases. Oh, good thing you're sitting down. Good thing I'm... Well, actually, not that good that I'm sitting down, because it says it's not for the faint of heart, which, even though I am, it does say it will couch lock. I've already had a couple puffs, and we got the rest of this episode to go, so I might be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll drag ourselves through it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it looks like it's being a very good strain, and I've also found out that the main terpene uh, present in this strain is myrcene which is giving it that very strong peppery flavor and also gives a lot of the healing and insomnia treating effects. Nice. I should say. So sleepiness I would be a better the, the, term The drowsiness, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. no, that's awesome, man. Sounds like a great strain. Sounds like Absolutely. people online like it. And what is it saying about your strain, Shank? Well, people online are saying very similar things. They're saying it's, you know, really relaxed, euphoric, kind of like happy strain. Um, it's definitely a sleepy one. Um, it, uh, uh, several people online all warned about its couch locking capabilities. Um, so, uh, it's one of those things where I'll have to keep that and be mindful of that. Uh, luckily as a uh, stoner, I'm always prepared for the dry mouth that it also comes along with because I have an energy drink sitting right here that I will be imbibing to make sure that I do not fall asleep and I do not get the driest of mouths. And so, I uh, got a, and I have a little bit of water here cause I already finished all my coffee. But with that yeah. being said, we also learned another thing from our previous interview, 
and that is we're going to clear our palettes real quick. Mm -hmm. This we didn't learn from her, but this we're just doing yeah, we're before just we do throwing this in there. An added touch. <sighs> any ASMR, any ASMR oh, yeah. moment we can get in there. And now, from our interview with Tamara Lillian, she said that professional sommeliers will take their joint and they will dry hit it a couple times, get the flavor on their lips, taste it on their lips, and get a good profile from that. So we're now going to do that before we light these up, but I have a joint right here, Shank. I have a joint right here, Curtis. Well, let us do a couple dry hits right now, let you bros mm -hmm. know how that is. Let you buds know how it is. Mmm. You know what? I am getting a bit of flavor from that. No, I mean, it's not. It's very, very subtle. Right. It's like in but, the back of my mouth there. It's very subtle, but I do get... A even though it's light, it. it's the pure... I mean, the flavor. You're not getting any of the butane, the burning, the chemical reaction. It's just what the plant tastes like itself. Yeah, and it's, and, it's nice. It, it's, it's, it's more yeah. earthy. It's more grassy than... Exactly. I'm getting yeah. a lot more of the grassy and a lot more of that naturally... True, uh, truly, sense yeah, I think, uh, that I, think I was getting like when this... I was set, uh, smelling it, as opposed yeah. to when I was tasting it through yeah. the bong. Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I'm, I would be, wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if this was high in like terpenolines or something like that. But oh yeah, but I don't know about you, but I, I, I think dry. That's enough dry puffs for now. I agree to that, and I also agree that it is 4:20 somewhere. So if you got it, smoke it because we have our joints. Grab your joints, blunts, bongs, bowls, but with a hemp wick. Grab your vaporizers, grab your edibles if they're already baked. But if not, let's get baked ourselves. Let us blaze it, buds. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, man. All right. Okay, I like that. I like that. This is the, it's a, it's a fucking, it's one of those ninja strains, Curtis. Mm hmm? It's a ninja strain. When I hit it. I breathe it in, I don't feel anything. I breathe and then it, it out, kills I, you on the way out? I breathe it out, I don't feel anything, right? But after it's out of my mouth, the burn kind of starts to settle in. <laughs> like, so I don't even know it was there until it's already gone. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> like, like you awesome. breathe in, breathe out, and then your neck <laughs> is slit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just took a huge hit, like a big hit. Like, I didn't take a small puff there. Exhale, nice big cloud of smoke. And there's like, oh, there's the burn. What the hell? It's like eating a hot pepper, man. It's like when you eat a hot pepper and, you know, you eat it and you're like, that ain't shit. And then two seconds later, you're like. <laughs> like... See, now that I'm smoking it out of a joint, I'm getting a lot less of that uh, back of the throat lingering kind of crystally flavor. But I'm getting a lot more of like roof of the mouth, kind of going to the cerebral type of set. Either way, it's still more of a lighter and more natural flavor coming from the joint. Yeah, this is magnificent. As opposed to the, uh, I'm getting a slight bit of pepper, but not as much as I was out of the bong. And, like I said, definitely not as much of that crystally, uh, clean feeling going through the entire bong. But again, yeah, it doesn't taste like chemical. No, man, I'm still getting that, that grape and chocolate. Like, I mean, the, the, the toffee's, like, pretty much gone. The saltwater toffee's pretty much gone. But I'm getting massive, t that flavor of chocolate like very chocolatey and very like grape. It's interesting, man. 
it's really cool. Well, I like this strain a lot. Like it's fucking, it's it's so weird that like you know like because you've tried uh, like the purple punch before, right? Which is the other. Right. And I haven't. I want to get my hands on Dosido. I've read about Dosido before in the past. A lot of people say good things. I haven't tried it. I don't think. I mean, I may have in the past, but it was as an unnamed think... strain or as a fake name or some shit. Yeah, I don't think we've smoked it for the podcast, but I'm fairly familiar that yeah. I've smoked it before in my life. Yeah. And and I'd like to, you know, I'd like to get my hands on that one as well, because I'm, you know, I'm gonna try to like look at the parent strains of some of the strains that I've smoked in the past episodes and try to revisit those episodes by kind of going to the parent strains, um, because there's still several we've roads we haven't gone down. But um, with this one, I mean, like, if we want to, we can go all the way back to land races and stuff. I know, right? But... And so it's so it's one of those things where, like, the flavor of this is magnificent, and it's like. It just, it, it's one of those things that it reminds me of last week's episode where we were both smoking ice cream sandwich, you know, like, or ice cream cake, sorry, ice cream cake. Yeah. Um, but uh, it reminds me of that, how, like, you know, there, there were subtle differences, but the flavor profile was very similar. Like, the flavor profile is almost, like, spot on. Like, but there were, like, subtle visual differences and stuff like that, and obviously they were grown under different con- conditions. But, like, um, but, like... It makes you wonder that, like, you know, this Slurricane and the, uh, the, the Violator that you've got, um, like, it's, uh, it, it, it makes you, like, it just makes you wonder, like, about, uh, like, who out there is gonna someday grow the Good Bud strain? I mean, us, when we figure out what strains we want to put in it. Oh, your I know favorite exactly strain I, plus yeah, my... I was gonna say, yeah. Your favorite strain favorites. plus my... Exactly. If it's not already a strain, it's the Good Bud strain. Bam. Hell yeah. Bam. Bob's your Hell uncle. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I am. Um, I may. I may or may not know some people who may or may not know some things about crossbreeding some flowers. So I may or may not have a conversation with them about may or may not finding a way to do that and crossbreeding those strains. And then when Curtis comes to Canada, we may or may not burn some of that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But we'll see what happens. Regardless, <laughs> uh, I think I have obvious. Or since we also learned, we kind of want to keep our papers now more or less standard so that way we have a you know consistency baseline around the other ones so for our main one when we're reviewing it for you guys i'm now going to be smoking out of zigzag orange pack and shank will as always be smoking out of his ocb please sponsor me uh yeah i love ocbs i'm always burning out of them every week but yeah no it's uh and yeah so we'll be we might do baseline we yeah. might do some fancy ones or some different ones, you know, as depending on what happens. But yeah, for the most part, we will always we be smoking those as a baseline. Yeah, if we want to celebrate, we might, and uh, we'll we'll always have the the joint that's just got the base paper, baseline paper for the flavor profiles and for just the initial lighting. But as best we'll we can, them. try to get unbleached ones, you know, stuff like that, so we are getting as much flavor as we can from just yeah. the shit. Yeah, what? absolutely. No, Curtis is right because, uh, like, what he's saying is, you know, because like we wanted, like, we were speaking with our our awesome guest, our fantastic guest last week, Tamara, um, and you know, she's a professional. She she does what we do, but on a more way more professional level. And uh, she kind of, you know, like it's like we we realized that for for you buds, we would like to be as not, you know, we're still gonna be loose, still fun, still professional, but we want to be as consistent as we can be, so that you guys, you buds, when you're listening to us. You're still learning, learning, and we still want to give as much knowledge as we can. Yeah, never stop changing like that. So actually, I was on Reddit uh, the other day um, where I, you know, spoke with uh, the person who got us on Deezer, 
And um, I was on there, and someone was asking for his advice on podcasts and everything. And that's one of the things, like one of the pieces, the literally the only piece of advice that I could give because we aren't super super experienced. But it's that week after week, continue to grow and continue to figure things out and tweak things. You know, like don't right. don't just settle on your first idea format. Like if you find something you can improve on, do it. You know, or if your audience is like, "Hey, buds, you should try this out." We'll listen. You know. It's, Exactly. Grow. Accept user feedback and grow and understand. Sometimes you do have to take a step back and understand, you know what, maybe that wasn't the best idea. Maybe that wasn't our solid move. So maybe we cut it for now, change it around, and maybe we can apply it later. Or maybe it just doesn't work with the format right now. Absolutely. I mean, Don't be afraid uh, to tweak yourself. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm not throwing us under the bus because we have our own reasons for it. But we used to do, uh, what is it? Uh, Good Buds Ghost Cast, yeah. which was an every week thing where we did uh, ghost stories, but it kind of fell by the wayside because yep. of certain issues with behind the scenes stuff. So yep. we won't won't get into it too much. But and now, if you buds, and now if you buds want that back, comment down below. If you let us know, if and you we'll buds bring let it back. us know, well, I will. We will gladly bring that back. Absolutely, 100%. just let us know in the but, let, let us know down in the comments. But below. anyway, so yeah, you let us know. We'll bring it back. Uh. The thing is, the fact that uh, we had something, we didn't exactly have it working at the time. We figured we can bring it back at a different point in time when we have better resources to tackle that objective. Tweak it and refine it. Right now, we're even trying with new shows, which you got to check out our YouTube, guys. You got to check it out and subscribe there because we have new episodes of Shank Reacts. Which is mm -hmm. Shank checking out some funny ass YouTube videos, giving yeah, his reaction there. If you like comment, checking those comment, kind of things out, comment anywhere to let me know shit that you want me to listen to or watch. I'll I'll jump right on it. But you gotta check out our YouTube video to watch that because yeah. it's exclusive there, and Obviously. also exclusive there is our new show that's coming out. Well, actually, it'll be out by this time. It's called WTFIT question mark, which stands for What the fuck is that? New show that's with amazing. me and our bud Isaac. Fucking mm -hmm. hilarious. Check it out. You buds, it's pretty have raunchy. No, you buds have no idea how fucking awesome this show is going to be. Like, I, I like luckily, because I'm behind the scenes, I got to see it before all of you buds. And if you haven't seen it already, like, go right now to YouTube, watch that video, and the, uh, like, I'm not going to say, com like, completely raw, unfiltered, because there is a small amount of filtering, but it's mostly unfiltered, amazing content, you guys. You need you buds need to check it out. Isaac Absolutely. finally gets a speaking role. Aside from just screaming from the background, I even gave him a huge budget to design a set. So y yeah, you guys need to check it out. It, like huge budget. You got you gotta check. He it out. He managed pretty well with it. Like, yeah, he did um, great. <laughs> but anyway, no, yeah, yeah, like yeah, so that's that'll be awesome. And yeah, like so you gotta grow. You have to change. Well, and this yeah, is something have... we're trying out. We want to yeah. hear back from you guys, so you guys can let us know. Is it yeah. something you like? Do you want us to do something different? He wants yeah, to bring back the ghost cast because you know, yeah. fuck buds you. Give us some feedback. Yeah, buds, <laughs> give us some. Buds, give us some. Give us some feedback, buds. Give us some feedback. But I mean, it's it's yeah, and and it's one of those awesome things that fucking you know, like it's like we can we can do all do all kinds of different things and the different weed strains like it's like you know you've got like the names are getting ridiculous like yours is like you don't know like you're so like you know violator because of the thing in your top drawer but i'm a huge todd mcfarland fan right like i spawn is awesome like one of my favorite comic series of all time violator is one of the main villains in that and he's a fantastic character um but uh but uh basically you know like we've got like you've got like 
weird names for weed strains. Like you got like, you know, like green crack and, you know, like pineapple express. Like these names are just like weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like well, that was strange. That was tangential. Um Yeah, that was a little bit tangential. I don't even know where I was going with that. Exactly. But before we get any further, I do want to say I did check out a vape shop that I mentioned in our last episode, Inline Vape. Pretty cool guys went there, and that's where I got my new pack of papers. I suggest you guys check them out. Again, they're going to be letting us put some stuff in their window, giving us some business cards, and they were just some pretty cool people. So if you're in the area, they're in New Haven, 26 Mile Road. Check them out. Michigan. Uh, but sorry for that small little bit of product placement for them. Uh, no, that's cool. They don't even support sponsor local. us. Hashtag exactly. support local. We just support local, and they don't even sponsor us. They're not but even local to me, but honestly, I fully support them and hope they do nothing but succeed. Exactly. But speaking of people who do sponsor us, we're going to run a quick little advertisement for you guys. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, Check out LumenSpot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GoodBudsPodcast at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, LumenSpot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Man, I love LumenSpot. LumenSpot Lumen, they're, 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 they're lit. They just light up my day, <laughs> like fucking watching goddamn Sausage Party. <laughs> I know, right? No, Sausage Party is a friggin' fantastic movie, dude. And like, I, pine, like I was mentioning before, Pineapple Express, shit, that was, oh man, my brain tangented. I tangented without even knowing why I tangented it. Exactly. Oh, what the hell, man? Yeah. Wow, a lot of Seth Rogen. And you know yeah, what? A lot of Seth we Rogen. have a lot of Seth Rogen in the news today. So, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Fuck it. I think it's time for some weed news. Seth Rogen. So, Buds, today we start off with an amazing story for all of our American listeners out there, at least. Uh, for the Canadians, it's probably no news to you already that Seth Rogen has his own cannabis company. Mm-hmm. And it is finally coming to America. Hey, congrats, American buddies. Exactly. Uh, Seth Rogen's plan has been in the works for a long time now. The obvious famous stoner actor comedian writer producer whatever the fuck else he does he's, he's a big name he's, he's like he's all over uh, the board man well now he's obviously he's had his uh hand in the ring in terms of cannabis production mm-hmm. and now a dream that's been almost 10 years in the making for him has finally come to fruition and on top of that he is now releasing in america with legalization of course sweeping the nation that's magnificent, man. Like, honestly, like, it's it's like, I know that he's been talking about it. I've heard it mentioned for a long time now that, like, I know in Canada, we've known about it. Like you said, it's not news yeah. up here that he's had a strain. Of course. Um, and I, I don't think, I don't know if I've been lucky enough to get my hands on it. I don't know specifically. Well, I may have. It's name. well, the name of uh, Seth Rogen's cannabis company is Houseplant. So if it's Houseplant. You know uh, what? Actually, I have had Houseplant Sativa. Then, so I have indeed had I've had, like it's actually called just Houseplant Sativa. That's all like it's not fancy named or anything. It's Houseplant Sativa, and I've had it and it was actually phenomenal. So I'm, I, I mean, haven't reviewed it yet on the podcast, by, but if I will it was be. grown by uh, 
Rogan Houseplant, then yeah, that was Seth yeah. Rogan's strain. Awesome. If it was I just called Houseplant yeah. Sativa, then maybe different. But regardless, yeah, no, no, the brand is Houseplant. The okay, then. type is yeah, no, that's magnificent. Like I, that's anyway, I'll have to try that on the pop. No, that's cool. So yeah, Seth Rogan, who absolutely everyone loves, we all love him. Uh, he's bringing his company to America. Going to be absolutely fantastic to be able to get a hold of his strains and dispensaries. I mean, we love fucking celebrities who endorse marijuana. Be get or. Red 100 emoji. We love celebrities that induce or endorse cannabis. It's absolutely fantastic. And it, it's always great to see, you know, higher up people supporting uh, legalization and yeah, yeah, investing into these businesses. Like, yeah, kink, it's, it's getting better and better. The industry is growing uh, week after week. But uh, the funny thing about when he launched in America, actually, um, they, they, he launched his, his website, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I'm a, that, oh, that, that directly leads into my Seth Rogen story. Oh, boy. Um, what do you got for us? <laughs> so, so Seth Rogen, uh, launched his cannabis lifestyle website, as he likes to call it, which is a great name for it. Cause that's exactly what it is. Um, and very shortly after it launched, it immediately crashed because the servers were overloaded by people like inundating it it's on reddit they call it the hug of death <laughs> like if somebody posts something on reddit and they're like hey guys check this out and it gets like a hundred thousand upvotes or something like that and everybody's clicking on the link a lot of the time the website will go down like if it's an indie game website yeah. they'll launch it and then like they'll only think like 30 40 people a day are going to go on their website and then they've got like ten thousand people coming all at once and their server crashes right and then the website goes down uh and reddit calls it the hug of death and so his website essentially got the hug of death. Um, he released his website. Uh, he put it up there. Um, and he said, uh, he was quoted as saying on, tw on Twitter, well, we've underestimated you once again. Due to insane traffic, we took the houseplant site down temporarily while I learn how to write code. I'm very sorry if you've been waiting. There's still a lot of products available. I will let you know as soon as it's up again. And uh, so, so, um, so, so people wanted Seth Rogen's weed so much that it broke. They his wanted website. they wanted Seth Rogen's cannabis so badly that it broke the internet for That's at funny. least his website. And it was like, and it's it's just really funny because they they released the thing. Um, like he responded to some users who were having issues by saying, "Hi, we're experiencing a tremendous amount of traffic right now. Thank you. We have a nice little waiting room set up on the website to manage this. So they had a waiting room set up you could go into." <laughs> And it would eventually let you through to the actual site um, okay. to manage this. If you're having trouble accessing the waiting room, please try refreshing your browser or clearing your cache. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> and uh, so um, so basically, uh, yeah, they they took the site down. They had to because it got hugged to death. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, funny enough, I'm on Twitter uh, right now. Sorry. Oh. You were hey, kind of cool. boring me, so I got on my phone. But uh, hey, according to Seth Rogan's, no, according to Seth Rogan's, so according to Seth Rogan's Twitter, I fixed it. Happy to say, Houseplant.com is back up and running. We still hey. have a waiting room set up to deal with traffic. Head there now to shop, explore our house goods, and other things on our website. Hey. So you guys are now free to go open to Houseplant.com. Check out Seth Rogan's new cannabis website and his new strain. If you're here in America, if you're in Canada, it's probably already available to you. And just go check him out. We fucking yeah. love Seth Rogan. Absolutely. We love him so much, we gave him the entire news segment, didn't we? 
yeah, we did. That's not, you're not wrong. Um, and but you know, one of the things I'm sure he did do while he was uh while he was uh waiting for his site to get back up and everything while he was waiting for the techies to finish clacking their keyboards, um, aside from responding to his his fans, he also was uh, tweeting at the Zodiac Killer, <laughs> A.K.A. Kevin from the Office, A.K.A. Um, Texas <laughs> Congressman Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh god what chili pot got stirred this time oh man he was stirring that chili pot so basically um this is actually it's actually uh, this is like a it's from a little bit ago but it's still a fantastic story of seth rogan being an online internet badass on twitter um basically when the paris climate accord was going through and, and biden was all like yes because duh climate change bad doing stuff good anyway um like he decided to tweet um, like that is Ted Cruz decided to tweet um, that the Paris uh, climate agreement was stupid and that it was going to hurt Americans because that's the go-to line that is going to hurt Americans, even though every projection says it's going to create jobs in America for Americans. So go green. Awesome. But anyway, um, that, that political shit aside, Ted Cruz posted that, said, hey, you know, this is going to be bad for Americans. And um, being ever so eloquent... You know, after Mark Ruffalo refuted that, like Mark Ruffalo commented on it saying you're wrong, and the pit and a Pittsburgh official commented and also said Ted Cruz, uh, you're incorrect, and factually pointed out why. Our beautiful Seth Rogen swept in on his magic carpet of weed and said, "Fuck off, you fascist." <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome yeah i know oh, right yeah. i know and that's the one that got ted cruz all riled up too he fucking ended up tweeting back and forth for him for a little while the, and the, essentially a whole bunch of political shit probably political from there shit, but it was funny as hell because at one point um at one point Fuck there was fascists. another there was another uh there was another long-winded thing uh basically um uh, complaining about seth rogan not being in a in a in a union he's actually in three unions um, so it's really right. funny, but yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. you want to check that out, uh, go to the link down in the description. You can check it out yourself, but it was really funny because ultimately Ted Cruz got his ass roasted and the go-to lines were funny. like, it was funny as shit, dude. Like it was so All good. of our news stories will be down in the description below for you guys. <laughs> so you can check it out for yourselves yeah. there. Yeah, it is. You and can go more into detail with that because it's funny as hell. Other things that you should probably check out and other things that Seth Rogen's probably been working on. He has a new book that's coming out. Yeah, I think I remember somewhere hearing about that. What's the deal with that? So, Seth Rogen has a book coming out that's called Yearbook by Seth Rogen. Uh, so, I'm currently reading... I'm reading from an excerpt that's on his website right now. So, if you want to check it out, the link for that is also down in the description. It's called yearbookthebook.com. That's Pretty an fucking awesome, hilarious. awesome URL name. So, what is Yearbook? Hi, I'm Seth. I was asked to describe my book, Yearbook, for the inside flap, which is a gross phrase, and for websites and shit like that. So here it goes. Yearbook is a collection of true stories that I desperately hope are just funny at worst and life-changingly amazing at best. I understand that it's likely the former, which is a fancy book way of saying the first one. Awesome. Uh, and then you know he goes on to say that he talks about his grandparents doing stand-up, again, bar mitzvahs, Jewish summer camps whole bunch of different stories from his teen years and childhood growing up all that shit yeah no that's um, that's magnificent that sounds like it's going to be a really like interesting book man absolutely and like and i said this was story. this is written specifically from you know seth rogan actor writer producer director entrepreneur philanthropist smoka 
I wonder if he'll uh, write out the the Seth Rogen laugh. Like if he'll write that out in the book. Like if it'll be like, ugh, 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 ugh. Like kind of like. Not entirely sure, but. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, but it's like he might type it out in the book and do an automatopoeia for it or something like that. <laughs> have it in braille. <laughs> yeah, or as a waveform. Yeah, so you can just like rub your nail across it and it goes. <laughs> but apparently the book comes out uh, May first, I believe. Uh, you can find it at Amazon, uh, Barnes & Nobles. Oh, oh, May 11th? May 11th, 11th my pad. Sorry, yeah. one extra one on there. Yeah, there's uh, another one. <laughs> so, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, again, Books Obviously. a Million, Bookshop.org, book, book all these other places. Wherever the fuck you want to find it, they're everywhere. Yeah. Go That's check it out. Seth Rogen yearbook. I don't even read it. I kind of want it just because the cover looks interesting. Yeah, no, that's really awesome, and honestly, like like I said, dude knows how to tell a story. Like, every time I've ever heard him telling a story, he's pretty engaging, and he's, like, really, like, he knows how to tell an entertaining yarn, you know? Like, like if you're listening to him, like, you're like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let this guy, you know, say his piece and hear him Wait, out, I'm right? sure he has some great stories from fucking shit that he's done. Oh, man, actually, like, um, that uh, leads directly into our final news story of the evening about Seth Rogen. Oh, yes. um, this news story is about something interesting that he's done, and it involves Walter White himself. Oh, God, Heisenberg. That's right, Heisenberg. Um, yeah, but no, this uh, essentially what it was is he was at the Golden Globes, and he had an edible lollipop. He had a sucker that was an edible. And he was sucking on it for the entire ceremony, which, I mean, I don't know about the televised part, but live, they run pretty long. Yeah. So... Basically, for the entire ceremony, he was sucking on this uh, THC, it's a edible lollipop, and you know he remembers uh, as he was saying, um, and I, and I quote, "This thing is fucking me up pretty good," um, is what he thought during the ceremony. So the ceremony ended, and he went to an after party, and he was like, just kind of got there, and he thought he was cool. You know, when you're high as fuck, and yeah. you're very clearly high as fuck, but oh, you th- yeah. but you think you're pulling it off. You're kind of like, yeah, man, nobody Like, knows. right now. Like, right now. Yeah, exactly. Just like right now. Uh, but, uh, and so, like, he was like, yeah, man, I'm pulling it off. Nobody nobody knows and stuff like that. So he, he ran into Brian Cranston, who obviously, like, as the, folks at, as the folks at home know, played Heisenberg on the show, you know, Breaking Bad. Walter White. Yeah, Walter White um, on the show Breaking Bad. Um, and he ran into Brian Cranston, who he doesn't know, no, but he, like, tangentially knows He's him. met him in pe- Met yeah. passing. Yeah, exactly. They've met each other. They've been at the same parties. They said hi to each other. They know each other to see each other, but not like, no, no, they don't hang out. So basically, he went up to, uh, he went up to Brian Cranston and like, you know, he he thought he was spectacularly high, but he was thinking to himself, at least I look and I'm acting totally normal. Of course. So he goes up to Cranston and Cranston looks at him and the first thing he said is, are you Okay. Which dum, is an alarming, yeah, which, which as Seth Rogen says, and I fully agree, is an alarming question to be asked when you already think you're okay. Like yeah, if you think you're good, like, and someone's if you like, think you're good, and someone's like, "Are you okay?" That immediately yeah, makes you yeah, not good, especially when they look at you with that slight look of concern. Like it's like it's, it goes along with the whole like, "Are you okay?" Like like, "Are you okay?" Like that kind of like, "Do you need to sit down?" Kind of look, right? When they're like, well, "Like I thought I was okay." Right? You know, like... like, no joke, that shit actually happened to me. A, uh, sorry to go on a little no, tangent. No, no, here. no, no, please do. Fucking, that happened to me a couple months ago at a fucking Dollar General. I still remember it because it was a pretty attractive female who was working there. Yeah. Um, 
And I go up, I give her my money for the fucking thing, and I guess I, like, twitch my arm slightly, and she's like, oh my god, you're shaking. I'm like, what? What? I'm not shaking? What? I'm high as fuck. I'm like, like, wait, was I shaking? (laughs) And I start shaking, like, no, I'm I'm like, no, I'm stable. As my hand is shaking, I'm like, fuck, give me my change, bitch. (laughs) I know, like, why you you have to say something? That's like, it's like if someone's not mad, and you go up to them, and you're like, what's wrong? And they're like, nothing. And you're like, what's wrong? Nothing. And you keep asking them what's wrong. Eventually, I'm not mad. Eventually, you asking what's wrong is what's wrong. (laughs) It's like, you know. I'm not mad. But yeah, no, he's I am not mad. I swear to fucking God, I'm not mad. Shut up. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Yeah, exactly, right? But he thought he was fine until Walter White, a man who's seen, like, as he puts it, that guy's seen some, some things. If I was alarming to Walter White, I must have been fucked. <laughs> so that he, makes uh, sense. Yeah. So his response to Cranston, you know, his response was with no words of a reply. He didn't say anything. When Brian Cranston said, "Are you okay?" without saying a word, he turned around, walked out of the hotel and the show that he was in. He got into his car and he went home. <sighs> He said, and I quote, if you're asking me, the answer is no, I'm not okay. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Just like we should do with Weed News Worldwide for this week. I think that is a great way to wrap up the last story. I absolutely agree. It's been fantastic here on the new segment. Oh, loved it. Loved it. So before we get into the next section of the show, I would like to jump into the next ad spot for another one of our beautiful sponsors. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GoodBudsCurtis at checkout. Thank you to MyHighShop.com, and let's get back to the show. Oh yeah, MyHighShop.com. I love them. They've got some friggin' like that quartz pipe you've got. I'm still jelly. I gotta get one. You definitely do, and I need to get some more t-shirts because the one I have from them is comfy as fuck. Oh yeah. It always feels so good on my skin. Speaking of which, Shank, how are you feeling? Man, I am feeling magnificent. Um, I definitely, definitely feel the couch locky properties of this trying to get me in, like, you know, to sink into my chair. But I am resisting it with every fiber of my being aided and fortified by the beautiful power of Red Bull. Not only does it give you wings, it also makes you have to pee a lot. And it makes you stay awake when you smoke indicas if they're sleepy couch lock strains like this one is. But the feeling is great. I'm very uplifted, very happy. Um, it's well-rounded. I don't feel like my eyes aren't heavy, even though I've got that couch locky feeling. I, I don't feel like I'm fighting to keep my eyelids open at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty good strain overall. Um, I enjoy how it's treated me. Um, I, I have a bit of dry mouth, but again, beverage is right there. I've been taking periodic sips of it. Um, but no munchies to speak of so far. Um, how about how about your strain, man? How's it treating you? How's Violator treating you? Uh, it's not violating me too bad. I mean, I am having similar, uh, you know, 
affects is you. Only difference is rather than you not succumbing to it because of energy drinks, I'm not or I am succumbing to it because I just bought a comfy chair. So oh, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Ugh, I can just no. be here for a little bit. Probably That's sleep true. here. But regardless, yeah. I'm doing pretty well. I'm getting definitely a relaxed vibe. I'm definitely nice little euphoria, little uh little energized, but definitely definitely sitting here for a little bit. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. But luckily, like you were saying, you did buy a comfy chair, and I went out and I bought a comfy chair as well. Um, you know, like, it's important, like we always say, be prepared, right? I think that's probably part of our preparation, is making sure that, uh, you know, we've got comfortable seating, lots of snackage, lots of beverage, lots of, uh, you know, fire and everything like that. And, uh, you know, we always have bongs packed nearby. Looking fantastic. <laughs> like, we're right. always, we're always prepared. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but I think we are getting to the point of the episode where it is time for us to run into interview, a interview, interview, interview. Let's get more fucked up every time. I love it. Hey, Buzz. Here we are in the interview segment. Today we are joined by Elizabeth Becker, the co-founder and powerhouse behind High B&B and all around a fantastic human being. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great and better now for your company. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful to have you. Wonderful to have you. Uh, so we're going to start off with our first question that we always ask here. Uh, Elizabeth, do you partake in cannabis, either smoking, vaping, edibles, anything of the sorts? Yes, I do. And I don't have to be afraid to admit that now because we are legal. I don't have to be ashamed of it, right? No. And I don't have to hide it and I can proudly say it. Proudly yes. say it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. We are cannabis users. We're cannabis smokers. We love the ganj. True. <laughs> Big fans. Big fan absolutely. of this cannabis. So, um, so yeah, so obviously uh, that'll lead us into our uh, other first thing that we like to do, eh, Curtis? We like to all share a bong toke. Well, at least me and Shake share a bong toke. Uh, Elizabeth, what are you going to be smoking for us today? I'm smoking some um, ta- tangerine. It's what product is? It? It's a little vape pen. Tangerine dream. One of my favorite. Yeah, tangerine dream. Ooh. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I want to avoid potential spoilers, but uh, that is one of my favorite dream. One of my favorite strains as well. I gotta say, yeah, one of one of my favorite strains. In a vape pen. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. If everybody at home has their uh, respectable cannabis receptacle packed, then I think it is time to blaze it, shall we? Yeah. Let's Oaks, go. Once again, this week I'm smoking that slurricane. And I am smoking Violator, which are very, very villainous-sounding names. But yeah, we, still we, love defeated, them. we defeated some villainous strains this week on the podcast, so it's pretty great. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, Elizabeth, our first question is, obviously, you have a business that we are all very interested in. Tell us a little bit about High B&B. Well, High B&B is a place and a tool that people can use to bring the cannabis community together and to celebrate everything cannabis and to make money. So it's similar to Airbnb where people can um, list accommodations that include cannabis. Like you can leave cannabis for your guests. That's the best thing, right? If a 
Then oh, American yes. is coming to Canada. They can book high B and B, and then the cannabis will be waiting for them when they when they check into their accommodation. So it's a place for like the everyday people to make money. Um, and sometimes people traveling, they want to go to a place that they know is cannabis friendly, that they're not going to get kicked out, or just that they're hanging like in and around and supporting cool people and like-minded people. So we have absolutely. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm passionate about this. No, we love no, it. This, no, no, we love it. Go nuts. The passion is so nice to hear, right? I love passionate <laughs> business people, especially in the cannabis community. So, like that—that's magnificent. And actually, I think just before the podcast, Curtis, you were mentioning something about uh, when you mentioned getting kicked out, people getting kicked out for everything. Yeah, you mentioned we were. Something, I think we were actually just talking about a story that we found on Reddit about this guy who was basically completely freaking out because he's been using Airbnb for so many years he had all these good reviews but he smoked uh or he vaped marijuana in a airbnb this one time got removed from the property he was freaking out because he was so worried about you know smoking marijuana is this going to make it so he can never run airbnb again or yeah right so i think that's very nice that we have you know this opportunity of a business that allows us to not have to worry about that not have to filter it out because every place would have some form of accessibility yeah, like if that host had written a bad review for that guest and said they smoked cannabis and they wouldn't like that could blacklist that guest because you can't erase reviews. So absolutely. Yep. And, and, and customers don't really have a chance to go on and refute the reviews most of the time either. Like a customer can go on and leave a review and the business owner could probably go on and like refute that. Be like, listen, we have security tape of you doing those things to the statue we asked you not to do and, and that kind of thing. Right. But if, 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 if the owner says straight up to the company, this is a bad customer, then the company is going to be like, okay, we're not going to let them continue using the service. Yeah. The problem is there's so many people who are like intolerant to cannabis, right? Like there's just a hard line and they, there's this hatred or something like there's an intolerance, right? It can't stand you. And that's, yeah, yeah. I, it makes it challenging for yeah. us. It's insane that it's still that much. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a plant. Obviously we know it's more at that point, but the science of yeah. it is well, yeah, well, it's, it's, the work but... of, it's the work of reefer madness propaganda still right because a lot of people still kind of have that ingrained in their head the whole you know cannabis will make you a criminal cannabis makes you lazy cannabis will do all of these negative things cannabis will ruin your life yeah. you know, gateway it's... drug and well, and it's not right it's not correct and it's education like right needs to be done uh to fix that and i'm sure you guys help with that like at high bnb you probably provide some information too, right? Yeah, we do provide some information, but I just want to go back to what you were talking about yeah. because that that's really what we want to do is change the attitudes around cannabis. Like I, I actually did one podcast. She was inter interviewing me and she explained that when she was she was in the in the States in one of the southern <laughs> states, and when she was growing up, her mother told her, like, that's the that's bad. That's as bad as the devil. Don't you dare do that. So I jokingly has, call it the devil's lettuce sometimes, but yeah. purely ironic. Yeah, there's just a, you know, like this immoral sense. There's just something wrong that she can't shake. She, she it's just something that she was brought up with. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and when you're and when you're taught that in, as a child, it's hard to break out of the cycle as an adult. Yeah. 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 It is. My mother, my mother so, raised me to be open minded, thankfully. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, like, rather than just being a place where you can smoke um, cannabis and you won't get kicked out, we also want to do like what you're talking about is changing this, the stigma, right? So in some places, they might not want to have people smoking and then they can leave some edibles or a beverage 
And suddenly we're opening up the market to people. It's like, this is an activity that you can do for fun. It's like a getaway. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the website right now and I specifically see this one that just looks amazing. And I want to go right now if it wasn't for COVID restrictions because it would cost me an extra $2,500. But <laughs> if you guys donate to our Patreon, we might be able to afford that. Links in the description. But this this place is amazing. It There's arcade machines everywhere, nicely lit. The people seem very friendly, very nicely uh, done and everything. And the only thing they ask is that you smoke marijuana out or you smoke cannabis outside. I keep fucking, I got to change that. Yeah, it's um, okay. We're learning. We're learning though. Tamara, learning. We spoke with Tamara Lillian last, uh, last week on the uh, podcast. And uh, she did teach us that there is a lot of, especially in, uh, you know, in a lot of more professional circles, marijuana is a no-no word. It's a negative connotation very much associated with Harry Anslinger, and nobody wants to be associated with Harry Anslinger. I'm oh, pretty no. sure not even Harry Anslinger wants to be associated with Harry Anslinger. But um, <laughs> basically, so yeah, so anyway, so we use try to we try to use cannabis. We're learning. Try We're to learning. use cannabis and, and ganja but or whatever. Pot cannabis pot. is the new marijuana. Yeah, I love it. That's right. It's like orange is the new black, except cool. <laughs> Green is the new orange is the new black. <laughs> Speaking of which, happy St. Patty's Day. Oh, happy St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Patty's Day. So it's, you know, anyway, this was a fantastic place that it looks like $250 a night, which uh, you kind of already answered the question a little bit earlier. How easy is it for me as an American to use this uh, service? You know, do I have to go through any sort of special paperwork or as long as I'm over 21, I'm good to go? Yeah, well, in the, in the province where you come to, you only have to be over 19. Most of our provinces are 19. Quebec is 21. Quebec's always going to be different. 18. Quebec always has to be different. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love them. I love Quebec. It's a beautiful province. The people there are amazing people, but man, their government loves to be different just by a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, they're French, right? They're really... Uh, yeah, business they're regulations are hard. And they're passionate. <laughs> they have the best squeaky cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have to speak French when you go there. You're like, you have to try. Oh yeah, but the, once they know, once they hear your accent though, they switch to fluent English, right? That's what I love yeah. about Quebec. Cause you go into a, you go into a restaurant and you're like, you're like bonjour, salut, and like, and they're and they're like, oh English, hi, how are you? I'm like, but you have to try with the French first. If you go in with English, they'll just be like, quoi? Hey, yeah, yeah, and then they'll give you a hard time. They'll give you a hard time. But if you go in and you attempt the French, they'll be like, "Oh, it's okay. Hi, like, what do you need today?" You know, like, and then it's like, you know, you got to try the French first. It's the showing of respect. Right? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm learning so much today. Yeah, Curtis doesn't know a lot. He knows. He only knows about our Canadian. I know a little for me. Uh, so he knows. I about know Quebec weekly. is weird, but yeah, he knows about the weekly moose races. I told him about that, and um, you know, like that we usually have one or two pet penguins per household, but. Aside from that, he's he's in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, that's so that's good that Curtis. So because Curtis does plan on obviously coming to Canada and seeing right. a beautiful country. So, so he'll just have to stick with provincial regulations when he comes here for high B and B. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and then you can get the the cannabis in different ways. Like this woman who put on um, the one that you're looking at. She there's a cannabis retail store just around the corner from her. Oh. So. Um, I don't know if she wrote that in the description, but that's why. And we're, we're like, we're also partnering with some retail stores and we want to create it so that if you go on the site, you could just order your cannabis and it can get shipped to the place. So when that, you get there. Yes, because they're doing drop off at a lot of places now, aren't they? They're yeah. doing like, you know, contactless drop off, which is so 
safe and smart. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, you know, as long as they go through the proper channels to sell it, because, you know, like, you know, but, uh, and so it's, so I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So you're, so I see Curtis, you have a couple, I see you have a couple yeah. brands already available, Thumbs Up, Bliss, uh, Wink. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Very nice selection. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, it's yeah so nice. it really comes down to the integration, right? So that's, I've been working really hard on building this site. It's taken over a year and, and uh, we're still constantly building it. We're working right now to put in some insurance, automatic insurance, property insurance for the house for property uh, damage. We yeah. were actually just reading up on that as well. You guys have a partnership with Superhog. You guys just announced on yeah, Twitter, I believe. Super hard. Yeah. Yeah, super hard. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Like that's a, that's a pretty big, that's a big step for like, for especially something like the hospitality business, right? That's like a big boost, isn't it for you? It's, I, it's a big win. Like that's yeah. a, a big step because there's no barrier to entry for the host, which is great. And it, yeah, it just gives everybody way more confidence. We're, we're partnering with this team in um, Europe and they're sort of helping to consult us as to how to grow for the short term market. Um, they're also helping us to build like into the, it's like an automatic channel. So the big property management companies can just automatically transfer their listings to us see that's brilliant like one listing each like every time you have to open a listing on the on the website it happens automatically so that'll be also a game changer for us that's that's really smart like obviously like making it as so that as many steps of the process are automated and streamlined it's one of the you know like and, and as more laws change like as legalization pops up more and more like you're going to be able to go full bore like as since it's a mostly digital service right you know i mean you do have some management and everything else that's like physical but it's mostly digital you'll be able to expand fairly quickly as legalization pops up different places right well that's the idea it's scalable like we're doing all of the laying all the foundation now but we can go in any country all they have to do is legalize and so that yeah that the consultant is going to help us to grow into europe especially when it legalizes and we're planning on moving into the united states later this year very nice very so nice. We, I, we, we just want to be built and say you know i want to make sure that we can handle the volume when it comes so we're just trying to keep that in mind uh, yeah we actually our news story one of our news stories covered uh controlling volume we spoke about this, this this week we did a little bit of a comedy news segment where we talked about uh seth seth rogan just for oh, yeah. the entire seth time rogan. just for fun because we you know we think he's funny uh, but one of the stories was that he released a new website and the, the website crashed because of traffic because they just basically it blew up overnight and his servers went down he had to take the site down and there's oh. a whole whole okay. whole thing but i think it's a question there i just had to mention that really quick but curtis i think had a question uh so obviously expanding into the american market once a legalization happens and uh with you going into europe as well uh do you think that there will be any sort of hiccups when it comes to uh tourism there we know that Amsterdam has been talking about possibly banning cannabis tourism for a little bit, but not entirely Again. sure. They're still up in the air. Again. Again, they usually do every couple of years. But do you think this will have any sort of uh, effect? Well, I mean, if, they, if they ban it in a certain country, we just make it so that that country is not selectable on our site. Super yeah, exactly. Super you quick. just you go into you go into <laughs> you go into the site build matrix. You just go to that checkbox yeah. and you just remove the option. And, and that's how easy it is to grow, right? But now, there's marketing involved. Technology marketing works stuff. like that? <laughs> wow. Are you still learning? Insert, yeah, no, we, learning. Learned, we, we've learned so much from our guests on this podcast. It's amazing. Like, we learn 
every interview and it's it's amazing like we love it like we like the reading and everything like that we always try to keep up on news stories and uh you know what's going on in terms of legalization and what's going on in terms of the community and obviously having new guests on is definitely expanding our horizons as we get to talk to more and more people yeah, but, we're, we're interactive learners i mean other than this podcast i do have a normal nine to five job and i've been doing that for so many years it's so boring now I like coming in and learning new stuff and trying to expand my knowledge. Even if it's as simple as, yes, you turn that country off on a fucking website. I yeah. love it. Yeah. But, uh, just, uh, but, then, but, that's, uh, but touching on, touching on the legalization, um, you said you were going to expand uh, down to the United States. Um, mm -hmm. I know it, it, that's probably going to be a really complex process. You're probably working with like a lot of people like, you know, and like, there's like, it's really strange with the American system, how the federally, like they're working on that. Curtis and I have been very closely covering that they're working on federal legalization very closely. There, there are so many people right now pushing for it and influential people are getting behind it. So there's a lot of hope, but where it's still illegal on a federal level, but it's legal on a state level, like what kind of hiccups do you think like you may have to deal with? Well, we have to make sure that we're abiding by all of the laws on a state level and each state has different laws. So that makes it a bit complicated, you know. So we're gonna have yeah. to, um, you know, as as we ramp up, we're gonna have to sort of look at them one one by one. But it's yeah. it, it's it's a that, that's that's one side of it. On the other side of it, I keep feel, feeling like, well, why don't we just uncheck that box and whoever wants to, um, you know, sign up, sign up. Yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Than, there is yeah. that. You know, do we do we just do it? Do we reign chaos? Yeah, just, just just like free for all. It just go free for all style. You know that's, what? That's, that's how I want. That is how I want to do it. I f I feel like bring it on. I can I'm, handle it. I'm really hopeful for you. Like I'm honestly, I'm like I'm gonna be like paying. I mean, even like lo long after this episode's done, I'm gonna be paying close attention to your business because we we all know, like yeah, I'm sure you're well aware as well that legalization on a federal level in the states is a real thing. It's coming. Yeah, like it's like the, the the naysayers can't really do a whole lot at this point to push back because literally everyone who understands money and numbers, even tangentially, understands it's a good idea. So, so basically, like it's we know it's coming, right? So, um, I'm I'm very hopeful for your business as that happens because I can only imagine how fast you'll be able to expand. It'll be one of those you'll have to keep up kind of situations. Well, I, I hope so. That's what I'm planning. Yeah. It's just to try to, you know, be open enough and adapt where it's needed and change because it's yeah. a changing industry. It's a brand new industry. Well, isn't that and how high sure. grew? Like same idea, like just slow, you know, yeah. and big. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, um, a little bit more into personal, uh, did you work in hospitality before you started high and B and B or no. did you? No? Uh, what were you doing beforehand? I was writing and directing in kids TV. Ooh, that is awesome. I watch a lot of kids TV, so <laughs> I was a kid at one point. So. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a thirty I'm a thirty some year old man. I, I, I watch uh, I watch I'm not gonna lie, even when my son's not around, you know, kids kids entertainment is entertaining. It's built you ever gotten yeah. high and watch Dora? It's amazing. Yeah. She has a lot I, of I was questions. Never really satisfied. I was never satisfied with TV because I always wanted to have a voice. Like that's why I was attracted to it is that I wanted to say something and I found it was the best medium and so strong that it could 
relay a message or you know and to help make the world a better a better place that's all i've ever wanted to do and just frustrated that the films that are getting made are the commercial films right and they have nothing to do with making the world a better place you know and and that's hard to live with and then i felt like it was a bit of a feeling of failure with myself because i knew that i wanted to do something but it was just unattainable and the choices that i had made so it took some you know, I, I feel very, very lucky that I was able to transition from where I was feeling unfulfilled and then, you know, follow my instinct, frankly, which a lot of that has to do with cannabis and the connection that I have through cannabis, right? So yeah. follow my instinct, which opened the doors and led me to this great opportunity, which I just, and I had this initial feeling like, oh my gosh, I, this is so much fun. Yeah. I don't care whatever happens. So I'm having so much fun. That's all that matters. Right. And I wake up out of bed every day and run to work. It's like, I can grow this and I, wow, it's all coming together. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know exactly how you feel about that. Cause Curtis and I think I feel love the so, energy, by like, the way. I and, love and it. Too. <laughs> yeah love it uh but but uh like curtis and i feel the same way because like curtis said he has a nine-to-five job uh, like he works you know like and everything else um and i and i work as well i work i work from home uh but i i work as well like regularly and um like but this podcast is something that we really love and we were just kind of like why don't we do it man like we talked about it a lot we had back and forth conversations about it and we kind of like half-heartedly mentioned it as something that we liked or that had an idea to do and we were like, why don't we just do it? And like the first four episodes, nobody listened. And but we loved it. We loved every single moment of making it and editing it and promoting it our, on social media. Like our main point of it was just do what me and Shank normally do, which is get two strains of really, really dank weed. Yeah. Smell them and tell people what we think, and then smoke yeah. them, and then tell people <laughs> what we think of that. Casual cannabis. And from there. And now we have interviews with fuck, like co-founders of like Hive and B. Yeah, well, now, very... yeah, now, yeah, now we get to have interviews with like influential people like yourself and, you know, educators. We get to like, learn a lot more. We get to be educated. It's yeah. fantastic. Interesting and engaging people, which we didn't have the first season. We didn't have an interview section, and it was something that we desperately wanted to add for the second season, and we, we wanted to, like, engage our audience because of wonderful people listening at home right now. And like we wanted to ourselves as well, because talking to each other, we could talk for days, but um, it, we're not we, gaining any new information yeah, unless we but, didn't know it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're echoing essentially in that case. But when we when we speak to someone like yourself, who's passionate and, you know, knows what they're talking about and you've like you, I'm sure like your your experience in writing and directing and everything else with that helped you in your endeavors with high B&B. So you have a lot of information we don't have any remote access to and it's not like i can go to a school and specifically be like teach me what elizabeth knows because it can't do that your experiences have led you to this and it's leading to high bnb's growth right so like i think that's admirable like that's an Absolutely. admirable trait i just like this is i guess a complimentary section of the interview um now complimentary I'm take, tangent so much. No, complimentary tangent. Uh, complimentary tangent but um like i know that uh essentially with your previous, uh, you know, with your high BNB and stuff like that. Now, obviously, I know that you take this is off the tangent now that we're back on track um, with your, you know, obviously, you're probably not involved in the down to earth, nitty gritty day to day unless you have to be kind of situation because you've got a lot of things to take care of. But fully keeping in mind and in regards that we know that you know propriety and everything is important and we cannot give any like information away have you had any like celebrities go to the high bnbs yet like any like you know like not and again keeping privacy in mind you don't you can be like yes no that would be fine you don't need to elaborate but you know just wondering jackie childs is going to be soon Whoa. 
Oh, Jackie Childs, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's magnificent. Oh, and hopefully you get a big shout out on, like, all the socials. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, oh, book this through high b and some nice, like, glamour shots. Yeah, you know, those, that's it. That's what we're angles. for. Yeah, like, we've been learning, actually, but that's the biggest thing, I think, the biggest, steepest learning curve uh, for me. And, you know, I don't know about Curtis. He's probably a little bit better versed in it. But the social media aspect and the marketing and online advertising and all of that. And... It's the strange enough, the pushback against advertising. For some reason, people online seem to be like, why would you advertise your business? You can grow through grassroots methods. And it's like, if you said that to Adidas, they would laugh. you. I smoke room. grassroots methods. Yeah, I see. <laughs> exactly. So it's so I'm like, to grow a business, you need to do a little bit of both. So you've obviously you've obviously done your networking and your advertising and stuff like that, because I will admit I have like heard like whispers of high BNB on the internet and i've never like google searched it i've never looked up like an airbnb i don't travel a lot so um especially in the last year and a especially, half especially in social the last, distance. You know, special right. last little you know especially the last little bit but like but even without having searched it out i think i've tangentially heard of like your company as it was bit as it was growing like so i'm sure online is important we all know that but what kind of people have you met in person that have helped you to network because you said cannabis like has helped you and i know that you had um in one of your other interviews um with a very influential magazine i believe you said that you had an incident where you'd gotten too high at a you won't go into details with that too much but you had gotten a little bit too high we we've talked about that in the past we all have been there and and you've dialed it back a little bit but obviously you still imbibe and you still enjoy what you're doing right you still gotta like partake i mean why would you, you just don't know your limits like curtis and i always say moderation um, yeah moderation i was at a conference i was so excited to be at the conference and it was like my first time out with high bnb i was yeah. talking to the lps and i just really wanted to build relationships so just want to go out and smoke a joint with them right yeah. that's the best oh, way yeah. to get and to then, know and them. that's the problem is because you go and you, you go you shake one hand and that person's like oh do you want to smoke a joint so you're like sure and then you go smoke a joint with them and then you go back in and you shake another hand and that person's like oh do you want to go smoke a joint and you're like yeah sure <laughs> see and that's why I'm, that's the uh one problem i see with me and shank when we go to our first uh conference or convention or whatever as the good buds i'm gonna be just walking around with my gas mask bong on and i'm just gonna be so goddamn high yeah. i won't remember anybody that's I okay need. i'll i do I, i'll I'll have to go off of like business cards like yeah. memento i'll do most of the talking <laughs> for us but uh but i know that it's it's really funny because uh, i would be like i don't know if you're you've ever seen the show family guy uh but there's a there's a bit in that with uh i think uh was it tom woods is it woods what's his name uh so, but either way woods is the last name but either way he goes ooh piece of candy ooh piece of candy Ooh, piece of candy, and he just keeps going and picking up the pieces of candy as he walks. It, it would be like that with Curtis in cannabis. He'd be walking down through the aisles. Like, Ooh, piece of cannabis. Ooh, piece of cannabis. Ooh, piece of cannabis. And he would just like, I would lose him. I'd turn around for a second. He'd be on the other side of the room smoking weed with like. Anyway, well, I, I got lost. I I had to stop working at some point. I went to the place where they had like this the stage mm. where you could sit down, and they had all these different speakers coming up, and I just sat there <laughs> and I'm, i made friends with the person next to me and i learned all about terpenes Focused on it. perfect that's no that's fantastic so so i mean that's great though but like have you like are are there any like you know like who who are some of the influential people that you've met going to these events and like are there any people off the top of your head who in regards to your business have been like one of the biggest boons like meeting them was to your business 
what Leonardo da Vinci meeting a paintbrush was. Like, you know, like it's one of those things where you work together DiCaprio, so Shank. well. Oh, Dica yeah, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say, I can't say. I mean, there's there's Kelly, Reverend Kelly Addison has mm -hmm. made a big impact. You know, we, she was one of the first people on uh, advertising her lounge and she was always so giving and gave me whatever art I needed and was very patient. And then at some point we even hooked up and she's always been such a big cheerleader behind high BNB and, and remains to this day. She's contributed a lot of energy and um, relationships. So I don't know if she's a celebrity, but well, no, that doesn't need to we'll be a celebrity. No, no, just people in general, just important. I just mean just important people. Cause like for us, like uh, Curtis and I, from the beginning of the show, our, our best friend, like, our, like Isaac, he's helped us behind the scenes, like without being like, Front and center, actually, until recently, uh, Curtis and him are doing. We have a new show, goofy. but I um, a goofy new is he show. famous? Not no. at all, no. But he's going to be someday. This man deserves it. I'll tell you the most famous person in the cannabis industry <gasps> that I've. Oh, come please to. do. It would be Steve D'Angelo. Really, D'Angelo? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, I was pitching him on this for a long time, even like a long time ago. I, I smoked a joint with him at one party. <laughs> that's magnificent. <laughs> yeah, he's been aware of it for a while, but we just put together this series called Meet the Founders, um, where myself and my uh, co-founder, Kelly, uh, get together and we interview different people. Uh, it's like a pre-recorded show. And so um, one of our guest speakers was uh, Steve D'Angelo, and we talked about the history of where the stigmatization started, right? Yeah. And oh, that yeah. reefer madness craze. I know. Actually, I've had a fun I've had a fun time remixing that. Uh, I, I do music and stuff like that. I remixed the uh, the audio tracks from Reefer Madness and stuff and do a couple funny, really goofy songs that actually are pro cannabis. Um, like instead of being like, you know, don't smoke cannabis, it just removes the don't. So it just tells you to smoke cannabis. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it's magnificent, right? And uh, so like reefer madness is like that whole Harry Anslinger saga. I mean, if you're in our audience, like listening right now, you've probably read about Harry Anslinger. And if you haven't, look it up and like, like point out the person that you're hating. Yeah, no, like, yeah no, like, I have yeah. to jump in here. Please, please you should listen to what Steve D'Angelo has to say about it. It's so yeah. interesting, so in intriguing. I learned so much from him. Yeah. Go to our, our YouTube page at Experience High BNB. Yes. And if you subscribe, we don't have a lot of subscribers yet but if you subscribe then you'll know we've got two series coming out ask our expert is where um a cannabis expert answers different questions about cannabis every week <laughs> sorry about that that's okay uh, but, but uh but no that's and then i'm going to subscribe right now i'm literally um Thank literally you. subscribing to you as we speak uh Same. but uh but um actually and there will definitely be links below to all of all of elizabeth's links down below in the description her socials like if she, you have an instagram i, th I assume like every, yeah, sure. every business does now um so like we'll we'll have all of her links down below in the description and i hope all you buds at home click every single one of them and like do that subscribe follow like say you know comment on one of them and be like the good buds sent us and we'll and yeah like just let her <laughs> we know need your, we need your help because we have to show like that's how you measure things and yeah. we, we're looking Spread for more and more um you know, raising money because it's not cheap what we're trying to do. No. And high BNB is a big machine. It's eating a lot of money very fast in order to be able to sustain this growth. So we're absolutely. looking for investors and we've got to show traction to investors. So we need, we need support. No, absolutely. absolutely. And, and I hope, like, I honestly hope like if there is anyone, I, I know that there are some people who listen to the podcast, actually, it's funny. I, I've communicated with some of our audience and stuff like that. And there are some people who are pretty 
influential people that listen to the podcast. So if you're out there listening in internet land right now, and you Hi click B &B. on Elizabeth's link down below for High BNB, you reach out in that contact panel or whatever and be like, angel investor much? Question mark. You know, just, 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 and once again, say, the good bud sent us. And yeah, like, you know, straight up, like, it, it, that'd be fair. You don't have to be extremely cryptic with yeah, it. You know, just don't be all, Yeah, don't be all, like, just be a little half cryptic. Be like, you know, like, but no, that'd be fantastic. And I hope that you do because it's one of those businesses that we, Curtis and I, fully support cannabis industry um, and growth from, especially people that are passionate, like I said earlier in the podcast. This is especially a business that I can get behind because yeah. if, when travel does open back up, I would love to have, you know, not be standing out of a Super 8 motel, you know, smoking weed by a bush somewhere yeah yeah and you guys i've got to tell you that we do more than accommodations yeah oh we, well, also, we also you guys do events right yeah take a look will you walk us through what you see on the site there it's under like when you get there Absolutely. It, it says play high stay high or get high and then there's these carousels Yep. You can see uh, adventures. By the way, by the way, I absolutely 100% love your uh, site UI. Whoever your uh, whoever your web designer is, um, I would like you to next time you see them. I was gonna say give them a high five, but COVID, give them an air high five. Just be like air high five. You know, check just, out the website, guys. It's, He's it's very talented. The UI is amazing. Like, I mean, I'm not. It's like, extremely uh, easy to use. I, like I'm, right I'm here. Saying, yeah. I can say right now, there's a terpenes tour where you can come and learn about science behind some of your favorite aromas. Fancy. That's going to be in British Columbia. I can. There's a belly dance class. There's a belly dance class. Curtis I am extremely interested. He's already a professional. He'll there's go there. A, there's a class on like how to make bubble hash. I've seen that one. There's also a 60 foot waterfall hike and cooked meal in Nova Scotia. <laughs> and that sounds amazing. Hey, maybe you it's, can stay there. It's when by you come five islands. Yeah, that's an event, Shank. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Like that, this Absolutely. is what I love that all these people can bring up their great ideas. Like our motto is share what you love, right? And there's so much love, love in cannabis, right? And it's just so nice to see the community come in and offer these really incredible experiences that yeah, don't cost that much money. It totally changes the way that we can. Well, well no, uh, like, like Curtis was saying that even that beautiful property that he was looking like, you know, that was up before um, with that one, that was a, extremely reasonable for a, for a place that isn't an apartment, you know, like it's like I've, I've gone to other cities. I, I, as a musician, when I was a little bit younger, I did some tours and I know that hotels, some of them in, in certain big cities like Toronto or, you know, BC or like bigger cities charge an obscene amount of money for a single night stay. But yeah. you're, you said it was 200, he's 200 something dollars for a $250 a night and you get arcade machines like for, in your room for, for not only, for <laughs> and, not a ping, only, and a ping pong table i know for, and a ping so, pong table so, and a pool table for not it's only amazing. a moderate level of privacy but also an like an experience you get a different experience and i know that some people like i know that there's been some pushback against airbnb and stuff and people are like oh buying houses and renting it's like no it's wonderful because it's like one of those things where i think re the real estate market is a very fluid market it always has been and when a new trend pops up that works, it sticks. And the Airbnb model is a very good model for real estate. It makes sense because it covers most of the overhead. And if you have extras, like you've included, like you've got events, uh, you've got other things that are extra revenue streams, like it'll help you be successful. And it's an important thing for tourism because as a Canadian, 
And um, you're a Canadian as well, Curtis. He's he's uh, he's like an honorary Canadian. He's my, might as well be. I'm my close brother. enough. Close enough. He's close enough to the border anyway. Um, I have one of those enhanced licenses, so I can drive up there if I wanted to. Again, yeah. it's just the COVID restrictions. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so it's one of those things where like we want people to come see how beautiful Canada is, and what better way to do that than to show up to the place you're staying at, walk in the door, see arcade machines chilling in the corner, and a bag of weed on the table. Like, <laughs> I can't picture a better way. All I get when I walk into a hotel is a freaking chocolate mint on the bed. I don't even like I mean, chocolate mints. The only thing I can see that would be better is there was a you know fresh bottle of maple syrup right there, but I'm pretty sure I can get that right down the road. Yeah, or a motion sensor that automatically started cooking bacon when I walked in the door. I mean... <laughs> Either no. But yeah, no, that's, that's a way to travel. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So when Curtis, uh, so um, I didn't Shank, write that down so you can be a host. Oh my God, yes. Oh, I'm gonna buy a house and I'm gonna just rent it out. <laughs> but <laughs> it's gonna be so great. Um, uh, but uh, but what I think is fantastic. So like Curtis, you're on the site still, right? Oh yes. Check for places in Nova Scotia that you can stay when you can come visit here because he is coming here. Um, actually, it's funny. Halifax, Nova Scotia, 1896 historic studio with a tree view. Oh, beautiful. Perfect. Sixty dollars a night. <laughs> mini fridge directly by the bed can you believe how obscenely low that price point is that, like, with an outdoor balcony oh my goodness people I, listening at home like check Jake, this i'm not even staying with you i'm staying with this no guy. that's what i said no dude i already told you i already told you my house is very small and slightly uncomfortable and everything is covered in dog hair so you you if you if you go man rent like get that place and honestly i'm not gonna lie i might come stay with you there <laughs> there's a queen size bed we can share you just rent it out for rent it out well you need to have the mandatory quarantine when you get here right which is good smart makes sense we adhere to that and approve of that so you get here you just quarantine yourself 60 bucks a night that's extremely that's reasonable cheap. if you did that in a hotel 14 dollars like 14 nights oh, at a hotel for like a hundred and something bucks a night like you're yeah, that's not I, no no this is like the crazy and the other thing is these prices are canadian correct yeah, well, yeah. You're, yeah i assume so. so that's even cheaper for me as an american okay and one more thing is she is she um gonna share weed with you does it say there whether she's sharing or not if you scroll down let's see oh. uh host is not providing cannabis yet but i am welcome to bring my own uh, we, can easily, we can easily get it. I know a couple locations. The once I'm really hoping Nova Scotia smartens up a little bit because the NSLC locations that they have are too spread out. They really need to like work on that. And I, you know, like I understand it takes time and it takes infrastructure, but they need more cannabis options. But you <laughs> can have it delivered before you get there. It yeah. depends oh, yeah. what province you're in and what the rules are. But yeah, Nova Scotia, has in Nova Scotia yeah, so we'll just order online and have it shipped to the place yeah. where you're going. Your host can accept it from the postman for you. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Sure. And there's a toaster order, oven. That's why we need people like Elizabeth on the show, because she tells us about that kind of. Oh, see, do they have an air fryer? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I can make I can make pizza rolls in the toaster oven. You can make do with the toaster it's oven. It's right next to the bed too. Yeah, can, I don't oh, even geez. have to get up. You're you're golden, man. You don't have to. Yeah, you're golden. See, and this is the kind of stuff that only cannabis users would think of. Like I always say it. I say it all the time. There is no one more creative than a cannabis user in certain situations, and one of them is that it's, a lot of the time you get out, outside of the box thinkers. Like you get people who like they'll they'll essentially they'll know they'll they'll be like sitting in a room smoking cannabis and they'll say i have the munchies and they'll be like 
looking at a table that's beside their bed that has nothing on it currently and go, why don't I have a toaster oven right there? And they go and get a toaster <laughs> oven and they put it there. And then after that, every day following, they're like, not once in, in any situation in my life where I've done that myself, at least, have I looked at it like days later or even weeks later or months later and been like, yeah, that was a bad idea. I'm always like, that was substantially more convenient, right? So like- a I still lot have of... my air fryer right next to my bed. Absolutely, and a mini fridge in the bedroom. Like, you know, like it's like having a mini fridge in your bedroom so you don't need to leave the room for like a, a beverage or whatever, or like, you know, Tostino's pizza rolls. Not I feel like cannabis does that for me. It puts me in touch with like, I can, it, my higher being or like my intelligence, yeah. a, a deeper sense of knowledge, right? And so in that situation, you looked over and thought, oh, my life would be better if there was this there. And you could see it. The cannabis showed you that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It helped, yeah. And it allows for, allows for better activity in different parts because it's not constructed by, you know, a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. Like, by I put it where anxiety. I need. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I put where I need what I need, where I need it. Yeah. And that's the path I followed building high B&B. And that's super you smart. You gotta like, put something saying... where it's needed, and this was a need that was definitely needed. <laughs> and, and you're saying that, like, it, uh, like where you used to do writing and directing um, in, like, you know, for children's programming. Yeah. Um, like, well, for, first and foremost, just to, to go back to that, um, as a Canadian, do, do anything that I would know? No, no. If you were... Um, no. a young girl, maybe you would. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you know, all right. don't know what I'm into. Have you heard of the next step? Nope. No, not, unfortunately, but you know what? I'll look it up and I'll check it out because I'm certain that the writing and the directing is probably wonderful. The writing is terrific on it. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm saying, right? Too. Yeah, no, it's about these, um, it's like a fake reality show. So it's the dance troops that get in a fight with each other and start kicking oh. each other out, but they always dance at the end of the episode. Like That's Total Drama good. Island and Bring It On combined. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. It's already been brought in. Like they're, they're training for the competitions and then they fall in love with each other. And when, you know, like girls That's... cross, they're like teenage. But soap opera i love that that's magnificent no that's great but but like so like obviously cannabis helped you kind of like it's a totally opposite industry like going from children's programming to cannabis powerhouse right so it's like like it's a different thing but i'm sure there's a lot of similarities in that wheelhouse so right. like so have you found that you're like able your ability to direct because i know that i've done really amateur productions i know curtis has also done some amateur productions like live like video stuff and everything else and we direct our like you know video ads and everything else that we do but i know that helps with managing things and have you found that that plus the cannabis like the directing from the like the pre embracing the full-on cannabis force days and the like the directing from the pre days plus your high bnb like it helps you to get your business like yeah directed I understand what you're saying. Like yeah. there's been a number of things that have uh, been affected. The directing is one of them with directing. I, um, I'm used to coming up with a concept and then putting that concept down to try to communicate it to the people to help me build it. Right. Mm. So there's a script that speaks to the audience that's public facing, and then you've got to raise the money. You have to do it with schedules and budgets. You have to hire different people. Some are technical positions, some are creative people. Uh, and and work with all the different teams to bring it all together for one singular vision. Yeah, and I know that actually, I remember reading that you learned an important lesson about that when it came to your website, um, wasn't it? That uh, that uh, like you had uh, had an issue where you went to launch and unfortunately what you got wasn't 
necessarily what you had in mind like you know so like you probably like learned from like you i, re I remember reading uh did we do a little bit of research here folks come on now we're not that lazy it isn't but, uh, obvious <laughs> uh, but uh, but essentially i remember reading that like essentially that was a learning experience for you right so like it's uh so that probably taught you to embrace more that director mindset where you tell the person what you expect out of them like you go to each individual and you're like hey listen during this during this take i need you to do this like this is what i have up here you need to make it happen out here right and like and you you tell them it's sometimes you can let them go like if you know them as an like for example with curtis in the videos i know him mm. by now like and i'm like hands off with the videos he he asks me for advice sometimes but most of the time i'm just like do your thing man make it make it beautiful and he does because i can trust him on it but if it was like someone new who i didn't know i would probably you know give them more specific instructions right so you probably flip that on in that situation, right? Well, yeah, that you've really hit it on the on the the head on the nail or whatever the yeah. saying is. Yeah. So um, I, hit, I hit an object with another object. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like you make an assumption that this person knows what they're talking about. That's yep. that that's basically what it is. So you start to do business, and then being Canadian, I'm extra polite, and yeah, you know, I, I've actually had to change a lot over the course of building this because I that I can't be that way anymore right like I I have to if I'm yeah. if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings because I don't just assume that they get it yeah then I can't have that no. dictating no, I, the progress of where we're going so yeah and I you understand I'm sure a little bit and I'm sure after a certain point you'd understand calculated risk too right like you'd be like okay well this person like this person here they're relatively new I've seen some of their work before so like I can't afford the time to micromanage them right now but based on, you know, just that, like, you, every now and then, you can be like, um, like, judgment call it, use your own, obviously, your knowledge, your knowledge base is probably growing as you grow, just like ours is, as we grow, Always. our knowledge base is growing, so I'm sure that, like, you know, sometimes you, you'll make that judgment call on the fly, where you're like, listen, like, I'm trusting you with this, this is what I need, like, please do it like just this is what i need i can't focus no, I can, on you. i can never do that again no. i can never say i'm trusting you this is what i need please do it yeah i can't do that mm -hmm. <laughs> well the relationship that you guys have is ideal right when you do trust somebody and yeah. it's just a relaxed kind of working relationship yeah. and that's what you want to build because that's sustainable and so that's definitely you know and when the way that those things come together it's almost like somebody sees what you're trying to do and tries to fit in the cracks on how to help out or yeah you know something it's, it's just yeah. it turns into a re relaxed it just happens which absolutely is but some people they're just dialing it in right i yep. mean For sure. and, yeah. and you have to say okay well you check on them okay well did you do this you know and sometimes yeah. they say yes but they didn't and so i have to be more careful and yeah well especially your website you learned that was a probably not only like uh not only uh like a stressful lesson just from being like are you joking like kind of like just the pure <laughs> frustration of it but also from it was probably financial too because i'm certain that to get it rebuilt and the time it was down and everything else it, there's a financial cost money. to that and so like I'm certain that like, obviously in, in, in that case, it would be, it'd be very important not to essentially just delegate with full trust on, on things like that or anything, but um, right, there's, I, a lot, there's a lot of yeah. money on the table for it. I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off, but no, I, no, should, no, I should give some credit to my partner, Kelly, yeah. who came on, we incorporated together and he um, specializes in the finance side. So together we worked very hard to make sure that we had really good reporting in our books, that we were set up on a very solid foundation. We knew that we were gonna be raising money and um, you know, he was really laser focused on doing that in the same way I'm laser focused in, in building this. 
So we're very lucky that we were able to close um, our pre-seed funding round and we raised half a million dollars. Nice, so yes. Without, yeah, without that, um, we wouldn't have been able to continue to work and continue to work and continue to work and we just yeah. fixed the mistakes. Well, you need and, operational costs, like obviously, right? It's, it's uh, yeah, everything has a cost. And it got more expensive and more expensive. And that's why I feel like I'm leading this great big train and it's an expensive train and it's going, uh, but it's it's a money machine, right? We've got to keep feeding into it. And, yep. Yeah. So it's going to take yeah, a little keep while the furnace, to keep putting coal in the furnace. And that's why like Curtis and I, we, we, we essentially have like a, like a, like a democratic partnership. We both basically like, we fully discuss all of our, all of our ideas like unanimously. And like, we both have like, we like to have it like 100% cause we started it together. Like I'm sure you started your right. own, you started high BNB, you were on your own and he's Kelly started, um, and you incorporated together, which is fantastic because incorporating is a great way to grow as a business. And I'm sure that his financial and like the push behind you, it's like, like you were saying, he's feeding the furnace and you're I have like, to say it was my, it was my business first. It was yours I first. My own no, I gotta say too, it was so I, trans I transferred the IPO over. So yeah. I, it's a bit of a touchy just, subject for me. Yeah. It's no, mine. I it's my no, vision I and I don't like it to say Elizabeth's it's not vision. mine. Yeah. No, it's Elizabeth's vision. <laughs> and this high BNB is 100 for everybody listening out there. High BNB is Elizabeth. But he brought in half a million but, dollars. But, but this, but this man is very important as a partner. He works with you, but like Curtis and I, like we started from day one, like unanimously together. So like, uh, I find that it, it it's working for us. Like we haven't grown massively yet. We literally are a team of two plus Isaac helps us a lot. Like he's, I'd say team of three because he does help substantially. I mean, he, he, so like we're a team of three dudes and you know, like, but uh, like, as you know, as we grow, like we do have structure, like we know some base, you need to have that base structure. Like Curtis does, he's like the chief financial officer essentially, because we are technically a corporation i guess because we're international i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but either way but either way he, he's like our financial dude he handles all that because i'm not phenomenal with math but uh and you know but we both handle media everything else like that kind of thing like front-facing stuff and so you're mostly the front-facing i assume like you most of the interviews yeah. that kind of thing yeah that's fantastic nice. and, and it's fantastic. great we need more women yeah. in industry like in business because like i see a lot of cannabis actually that's a great thing because we spoke with tamara lillian last week um mm -hmm. she's a powerful woman in the cannabis industry now she's our expert on Ask I was gonna say, you know her i was gonna say <laughs> you i was gonna say i believe you know her how did you meet tamara you guys she's should awesome. show a clip you should show the opening to the show it's really it's really cool because we did these illustrations but <sighs> Uh, it's a, it's a small, okay, if we have your permission, if we have your permission to do that, we can cut yeah. a little, we'll cut a little segment of the beginning clip there and, uh, and pop that in there for, uh, yeah. And this right, week on, he right. answers the question, like, um, okay. what's the right amount of dosage for a gummy? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's that's a, yeah, cause we have a question now. <laughs> yeah. I don't do too many edibles, but I know it's a, it, it, like, but it is like, I know it is an iffy question, you know, a lot of people don't know and education tomorrow taught us actually so much when she spoke with us last week um and it's phenomenal like actually just as much as you've taught us right and that's and it's wonderful to see because she spoke heavily on that as well is that like there are a lot of women in the cannabis industry right now and that it's really like you can tell that like people are coming out and it's like they are loud and they don't give a crap who like has anything negative to say about it and i could not be more proud of like humans as like a species for all the people that are standing up behind these industries going fuck yeah like, let's do it. Let's like, Absolutely. let's boost these people and like you help them grow and like help any industry, any business, especially in cannabis, doesn't matter whether it's a male or a female led company or whatever, but it's good to see women getting more of a voice in a 
corporate setting because you don't see that a lot. It's more Patrick Bateman's, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's still a fight, though. It's oh, I'm still sure. A fight. I'm sure. And like, have you faced any like personal battles with like meetings or anything like that, where you've had issues like with the industry pushback? Like, I mean, not anything um, too like you don't need to go too dark with it or anything, but I mean, just anything where like maybe you felt slighted or something. Well, it's just a matter of being um, taken with legitimacy. Like, so they'll just write you off, right? Mm. So getting people to return my calls or my emails and taking, getting them to take me seriously without any traffic on the site and in, in the early days, nobody wanted to get involved. And so that's been a bit of a slog, but um, what pushback were you referring to? Like, well, I mean, like if anybody, well, if anybody like, because uh, I know that a lot of the time um, in like a lot of traditionally male dominated industries and stuff like that, like it's mostly what you're talking about, that they don't take you seriously. They don't legitimize you as a business person when you call them or approach them or anything else. They may be dismissive of your business simply because they they're like they, they see you as a woman. They, they're like, oh, well, you know, like boys club, blah, blah, blah that kind of thing where they, you know, essentially don't necessarily bullshit, misogynistic bullshit. And, and so like, they don't take you legitimately as a business person. And, and like, as, and you know, as like people like legitimacy is important when you're growing, because if you're looking for investors, I know that, um, I was reading, I was in the, one of the other, um, uh, essentially one of the other interviews that you had done, I read that you read some books that gave you information about how to approach entrepreneurs and how to approach other investors and speak to them to learn more of that skill set, um, which is actually, I'm going to look into the book that you suggested. I'm going to have to look up, uh, unless you want to suggest it to our audience, the book that you read for entrepreneurship to help you. Uh... Uh, yeah, it's not the hard things, the hard thing about hard things. It was the other one about finance, right? What's it that was about? indeed. Um, here, one moment. Let's see. Remind me the title because I can't recall it. Yeah, I'll see if just give me a moment here. Just give me a moment here. It's an important read. It's important to be literate in the finance world because there are certain words that if you don't know the meaning of, you won't be able to engage in the conversation. Yeah, and I know that uh, like it's a, it's one of those things where um, speaking with investors, we Curtis and I probably wouldn't be very functional at that. We don't have like, I mean, we still, you know, slip up and we'd say marijuana. We don't refer to it. Like we don't have the numbers. I always, I watch a lot of Dragon's Den. Have you ever, have you been on uh, Dragon's watched, Den? Yeah, yeah I think it's called Investor Deals. Is that what it's called? Investor Deals? It's like some, yeah, something, is that the new show? I don't remember. I can't like, there's Dragon's Den and Shark's Tank. Because I remember Dragon's Den. Okay, so no, yeah, I've watched something. every Shark Tank. I've watched them all. We actually uh, pitched have on. You been, have you met Den. Kevin O'Leary? No. <sighs> I would want to like play his head. But like you a did bongo. pitch. Uh, but you did pitch on uh, Dragon's Den. <laughs> well, we pitched like on the audition, and then they called us and asked us to help them audition a new dragon. So Kelly and I went in with our like high B and B logos on our clothes and did the whole pitch. <laughs> Oh, well, and we did it. To, we did it to two panels, and and we met one of the potential dragons. We didn't make a deal there, but again, it was just auditions for them. Yeah. So we made. Because I know they have several stages, right? Yeah. yeah. If you so we guys, made a great um, relationship. I swear, I swear, if if you are on that show, if they call you back someday and they're like, "Hey, Elizabeth, it's uh so and so from Dragons Den here calling. Would you like to come on the show?" Be like. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna have you on Instagram. I, I I wholeheartedly expect you to at me and like at at us and say, okay. we're gonna be on the show. I will. I don't watch cable television, but I will find a way to watch it the night it airs. Like I'll be there. 
like you know and in order for that to happen everybody here needs to go and like air or high bnb subscribe to them on youtube like all their stuff check them out and unfortunately we are getting a little low on time here so i think we're gonna take one more quick tokeski here i have my bong packed i have my bong right here ready for me my tangerine dream that tangerine dream vape i gotta get my hands on some of that that'd be fantastic sounds beautiful for sure and with that, everybody at home, grab your joints, your bongs, your bowls, If you, but no lighters because that's bad for you. Yeah, you Vape, just, get your edibles, whatever you got, blaze it. Toke shkabok. All right, bud. So yeah, once again, like we said, I would like to very much once again thank Elizabeth Becker of High B&B for being here with us today. And Elizabeth, all for the next, questions. yep, for the next thirty seconds, or not even thirty seconds, as long as you need, as go as ahead need. and plug whatever it is you would like to plug. Anything you want people to know about. I'm not good Shame, on this no, spot. I like to interrupt plug. people. No shameless plug. Um, this is literally the best time of the podcast. You are allowed to shamelessly plug anything that you want to plug. Does not matter. Even if there's a local restaurant near you you want to talk about, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, I want to plug High B&B. I put my heart and soul into building this, and I wanted to share it with everybody. And I think that uh, uh, it can... <laughs> you guys got me so stoned. That's not fair. <laughs> yes, we're used, to, we're used to operating like this. That's all right. So High B&B, her heart and soul is in this business. We are going to have so many links. Let's say it's a high bnb.ca. That's important. H I B N B.ca. Check it out. Like, look at some of those listings. They're, they're cool. We will have the links in the description. And as she said before, you can also check them out on YouTube at Experience High BNB. Again, that's Experience H I B N B. I'll take care of that one for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, we'll have, yeah, we'll have like all the YouTube, we'll have the Instagram, like we are going to have all the links down below for Elizabeth and high BNB and you got to check it out. So follow her while you're there. Let her know that you got you buds are interested in what she's doing because we sure as heck are. Send me a note. I work so hard and I, I'm, what I really miss is talking to people like, and especially getting feedback. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Say hello. Absolutely. And you know what, Elizabeth, it's, this isn't, hopefully this isn't the last time we have you on. We like to let our guests know that they are always welcome to come back in future episodes and we would love to have you back. We would love to have you, you back, talk with you more. And even if not even for the podcast, if you just want to call us back on Zoom and smoke with us, we're done with that too. Okay. We're, always that. Ha- we're always happy for a di- digital smoke sash. It's the way to go nowadays, <laughs> right? It's the safest yeah, way it is. distance. Absolutely. And with all that being said, Buds, we are going to roll one for the road, and we will see you next week on the Good Buds Podcast. That's right. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all of your friends on every service you can possibly think of. Check out our sponsors, LumenSpot and My High Shop, in the comments down below. And uh, thanks again, Buds. Later. Later. Bye.